0: Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the YouthCast by GMBA Youth Ministries of The Church Jesus Christ. Uh, We're excited to have you tune in today. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus since our July GMBA camp-in, and we thank you, sincerely thank you for your uh, support, your views, your comments, your feedback. Uh, We had tremendous response of uh, views and hours of viewed uh, when we got all of that uh feedback back and just the the numbers over 2000 hours uh, viewed from our uh, july camp in over uh, thousands of, of views that went out to our families and friends um so thank you for that and we were on a little bit of, of a hiatus we took a break and here we are coming back into the fall so we know um back to school has happened for many of you whether that's in person or online um, And we, you know, before we know it, we'll have a November virtual conference just around the corner. So here we are in October of 2020, and we're excited to bring you a message uh, from last month, September 6th. This was a joint meeting uh, from Lake Worth, Florida, and Oldham County Mission, Kentucky. uh, A GMBA powerhouse Doug and Chuck message uh, titled Stay Loose. You will... uh, without a doubt, be blessed. Just such a beautiful and uh, energetic, enthusiastic message and illustration of what it is to stay loose in the freedom that that Jesus Christ gives us. So we hope you enjoy it. We hope you're blessed by it. Um, And we're looking forward to uh, many more episodes coming your way here this fall. And as we wrap up uh, the fall and winter seasons going into 2021. Enjoy and God bless.
1: Well, our message this morning is stay loose. Now, if I didn't have such gray hair and didn't appear exactly what I am so old, I'd probably say stay loose, dude, but we're not going to go that way and embarrass my family. So instead, we'll just say stay loose. I have no right to even bring in such a silly phrase at at this stage of life, but stay loose is our message. My thoughts went 40 different directions this morning as I was thinking about this message. Um, Believing us to be called to this message. Stay loose. Probably about, I don't know, maybe, maybe 10 years ago, a buddy of mine told me a story that he was coming to work one day and he saw a dog. It was Monday. He saw a dog in an empty field chained to a post. looked around. There was nothing else in the field. It wasn't like it was a a lot that needed to be guarded. And he saw this dog just chained there. Went on to work. Then he felt bad. He's he's an animal lover. He felt bad about it, and he went to work. Tuesday, saw this dog. This time he got out of the car looked around. This dog, he believed had never been loosed from the day before wednesday wednesday he stopped again this time he stopped and asked some of the neighbors about it who owned it what's going on with the dog he found a a house or two that he could talk to nobody knew any story on on this dog thursday again searching for who friday came the dog he believes the dog looked thinner I, i don't no i I can't verify nor deny his story but he believes the dog had been chained to this post for five straight days wasn't eating and was was stuck here no energy um he said all of that to justify his next move which was to loose the dog from the from the the post and the dog became his pet on that in that moment so my my acquaintance Uh, I will not claim friend because I don't want any part of the theft that I just told you about. But he took the dog home. uh, And and the important part of this story to me is the dog never returned to that spot. I've heard so many stories. One of my favorite cat stories is a story of a woman who had a cat and she sold it to someone and they took this, this cat away. The people who bought this cat. And the lady was so sad and and ended up getting very sick over the next year. And one thing she was missing was her cat. I'm going to cut to the chase. I can make this really syrupy, but I won't. But she heard a cry in the backyard one day, went back there. And the people that she had sold this cat to were miles and miles and miles away. There was a cat in her backyard. Um, She brought the cat in. The cat became her pet and helped her through this terrible time. So we know that animals return. My buddy said this dog never had any inkling to go back. He had been loosed from this, this chain or this post, this, the heat, the, the horrible situation it was in, stayed at my friend's house and ended up um, 10 years uh, having this dog for 10 years. He loved the dog and, and the dog was well taken care of. Couple stats for you about repeat hang on one second just helping someone out and muting them um couple stats prisoners not in a jail but in a prison prisoners the recidivism or repeat offender uh, statistics are 44 percent of prisoners are repeat offenders stronger than that 77% 77% of lawbreakers are repeat offenders. Just keep that in your mind. I'm certain that we shifted to a little judgment in our mind right now. Uh, we, I don't know which direction you've gone in your mind, but but we start to think about those numbers. How could this be? How could it be that they they finally get loose and they go back? 44%. In prisons, not jails, not an overnight stay, not not until there they have their court. Prisoners, forty-four percent are repeat offenders. I'm sure there's a great conversation about uh, rehabilitation there, and and is it working? That's not why I'm I'm telling you this story. I'm only telling you that the dog didn't go back and that 44% of prisoners do. 77% of lawbreakers break the law again. And I'll just ask an open-ended question. What are your percentages? Personally. Hold that thought, hold that question till you understand the end of the question and what I mean by that question. But what are your percentages? Jeremiah 40, the fourth verse says this, Now behold, I loose thee this day from the chains which were upon thine hand. If it seemed good unto thee to come with me, then come, and I will look well unto thee. I don't know what your chains are, but they are each of us chained each of us subject to something i would rather not list all the things that we might be chained to because someone may think i'm being creative with them and they may add to their list rather than delete something that they hear that they may own today but know this Chains are those things that hold us from fully realizing. Chains are things that keep us from truly experiencing all that Jesus Christ has for us. So we are all subject to chains. And without judgment, just a general swipe, we are all repeat offenders. You may hear 44%. Cross your arms, look sternly into the screen, and think, who, who would ever return to those chains? And then I said, seventy-seven percent, and now your your head exploded. Seventy-seven percent, and I wonder if I don't blow all those numbers out. This stage of life, do I still battle things I battled when I first met Jesus Christ in my teens? Could I still be a repeat offender to things that he has said to me? I want to loose you. I loose thee this day from the chains which were upon thine hand. If it seemed good unto thee to come with me, come, and I will look well unto thee. I'll put my arm around you. I'll call you mine. We'll walk down the street together free. Have I introduced you to Doug, my servant? Yes, he chose me back in blah, 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 1976, and he's still with me today. I'll look well into thee. Let's jump to John, the eighth chapter. And we will jump no more after this. A couple verses for you. John, the eighth chapter, I'm going to go to the mid-30s. 31 maybe through 36, somewhere thereabouts. 31 only as an introduction to 32 through 36, actually. And he spake spake these words, and many believed on him, speaking of Jesus Christ. And then said Jesus to the Jews, which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. You are my disciples definitely. You are my disciples most assuredly. You are my disciples unquestionably. Indeed, he says. And you shall know the truth. And I just want to make a a comment real quick. We're going to undo um, how some people think of a, a certain verse. I hear it all the time. The truth shall set you free. The truth does not set you free. The word of God says it's so much stronger than setting. The truth makes you free. If we are set free, it's for a moment. Someone else may have seen that dog in that lot and just undone the chain and the dog took off. The owner grabbed that chain, put him back on. But the Lord makes you free. Let's read the verse now. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Truth shall make you free. The truth will reestablish your status. It doesn't just loose you, it makes you loose. And the truth is Jesus Christ. So understand all that he's saying here. If it seemed good to you, then come with me, and I will make you free. So what's our theme today? Stay loose. Stay loose. Why go back to that lot? Why would I go back to that lot where I was starving, getting skinny? Well, maybe to get skinny, but where I was starving, where I was suffering, why would I go back there? take that chain and put it back on my neck. Ah, there's my comfort. This is where I'm comfortable. Back in my sin. And I'll just sit here in this lot, chained to this post. Sacrifice my liberty. Sacrifice my freedom. Sacrifice the power that Jesus Christ offers to me because I'd rather just be chained here. Shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free and they answered him these are the Jews who had, had followed Jesus Christ and they answered him we are Abraham's seed and we're never in bondage to any man how do you say then you shall be made free they don't understand they know their lineage so they're going all the way back to Moses time and saying how old do you think we are we were never bond we were never in bondage. How do you say then you shall be made free? And Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin. And the servant abides not in the house forever, but the Son abides forever and ever and ever. If the Son, if Jesus Christ, therefore make you free, you shall be free, and he says it again, in the deed you shall be free definitely you shall be free unquestionably you shall be free why would that dog go back to that lot why so why would i return to that which jesus christ made me free he said, Oh, I see you stuck in your sin. I see you stuck in your bad habits. I see you stuck in your behavior. I see you stuck in your mindset. Am I a prisoner to a mindset? I see you stuck in all these things. I will make you free. I'm not going to set you free. I'm going to make you free. A new creature today. So I say, don't go back to the lie. Don't give in to that which held you. Whether it was last week, whether it was last five minutes, whether it was 17 years ago, don't go back. Don't be part of the statistics. 44% of those in prison are repeat offenders. That means they got out and they got back in. They broke out and they broke back in. 77% of lawbreakers break the law again. What percent of us go back to that which he made us free of? Why would we choose to return? what could we do instead of that? Brother Joe told us last week, get on your knees and thank God instead. How, how can I possibly go back to a behavior if I'm praising God for freeing me from that behavior? Oh Lord, I thank you for freeing me of that behavior. Yeah, that behavior right there, I'll be back. Why would I do that? So if I'm praising God, As Brother Joe encouraged us, implored us, suggested, strongly suggested, if I'm praising God, I cannot return to my prison. Today I make this plea with you. If Brother Joe will allow me to add on to his message, stay loose! I want you to consider the difference between freedom and imprisonment. I want you to think of the difference between sinning and overcoming sin. And by the way, sinning brings a rush. I love that I just said that and I saw recognition in some of your eyes. The rest of you are not telling me the truth with your eyes. But those who showed a little sparkle, you understand. If sin didn't bring us that excitement, it would offer no temptation. Let me just help you with something, because it's not my weakness. I could be sitting here, and you could put a table full of cocaine in front of me. <laughs> it doesn't do a thing to me. Now, I'm going to choose not to tell you what that table could be filled with that would draw me to it, because there are things that could draw me to that table and you have your table too and when i allow myself to give in for the moment there's this burst this rush within it lasts for just a moment and then the guilt begins and then the sorrow and then the shame i have never felt sorrow shame nor guilt when i praise the lord never freedom from all of that negativity stay loose i want you all as a people as the excuse me i want you all as the people of god to stay loose i have made you free i didn't just set you free i made you free what will you do with that liberty he says it in jeremiah is this if it seemed good to you if my message today before we play a little song and then we hear from brother chuck maddox who told me in a text well i may or may not now i i've forced him into having it saying a couple words so before we hear brother chuck before we hear this song in between us i want to read to you one more time what he says as he invites you in now behold i loose thee this day from the chains which were upon thine hand maybe your chains were fear maybe they were worry. maybe they were doubt maybe they were truly sin maybe they were anger maybe they were resentment i don't know what chains held you when you met jesus christ and if it seemed good Unto you to come with me, says Jesus Christ, then come and I will look well unto thee. I pray the Lord blesses you with the wisdom to celebrate the fact that he loosed you individually. As I look out on your pictures, I see Angelo and Susan sitting together. He loosed them differently, individually. Loosed them from different things, but loosed nonetheless. I don't see Brother Tony with Sister Lucy, but I I think of, when I see Lucy, I think of Tony. Think of the Decaros together, one. Loosed differently, but the same. I will not go around every picture. I'm not going to do that to you all right now. But I want you to understand, each of us loosed individually from something why go back to that lot? Why bend over? Why pick that chain back up and put that around our necks again? I didn't just set you free. I made you free. May the Lord bless you with that thought. May you find a new activity instead of that particular weakness and replace it with praise. When and why will you bow our brother said i gave you a reason today bow in thankfulness that you're loose bow with joy bow with courage knowing i'm not going back to that lot whether I can accomplish this or not, may the Lord bless you. Whether I can accomplish this or not, I'm going to try to play you a song. I would love to get this on the screen because it's much better when seen than just heard.
2: I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Oh, I'm no
3: with doug for a couple minutes this morning um when he texted me and said that he wanted me to um, follow him which um i've um i've been following doug for a long time we um we've known each other um for many years long before even church Him and i used to play football together um And um, just got quite a bond. And and this morning, as he told me what his message was going to be, I immediately um, went to John, and I started to read that. And then Doug came back to me and said, you know, I was looking to maybe go um, and give a New Testament scripture as well, and this is where I went. And he went exactly to John, where I was reading myself. So I only say that to tell you that that stuff can't be made up, that God is certainly in the matter. And he is allowing this message today of staying loose in the gospel of Jesus Christ in your service to him, to break those chains, that that is a message that he wants all of us to hear. And I can tell you with the surety that when that song was being sung, it brought back memories because I've had many chains in my life. And I'm thankful for that chain breaker that continues to be with me on a regular basis and allow me to serve God to the best of my ability. I shouldn't be here today. There, I've been through accidents. I've had broken back. I've had all kinds of different situations and I shouldn't be here, but I'm here through the grace of God and through his mercy. And I tell you that God is alive. You know, I thought of a scripture as our brother is reading and it says, I'm gonna read one verse and it says, remember, remember my brethren that whosoever perish, perish unto himself. Whosoever doeth iniquity, doeth it unto himself. For behold, ye are free. Ye are permitted to act for yourselves. Behold, God hath given you a knowledge, and he hath made you free. And I thought of that scripture as our brother was, was pointing out even some of the maybe pieces in John and Jeremiah that we don't hear as much, that God has done that for us that we are free agents to be able to choose each and every day how it is that we want to serve God, that we have those choices that we want to make, that we are free. And sometimes that freedom almost allows us to be in a prison. You know, one of the stats that that Doug talked about with that 44%. One of the things that I heard when it talks about a lot of people as far as prisoners go back to prison, one of the reasons why they go back Is freedom. They just can't handle that freedom. You know, at that time with with Joshua, they were serving idols and they were doing a lot of different things. And he told them, what is it that you want to do? Who are you going to serve? But I can tell you, but for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. He made a proclamation unto them that you need to make a choice. But for me, we're going to serve the Lord. And I think sometimes that's where we are, that we have to decide that whether we're going to obey the Lord and certainly he's proven his trustworthiness. He's proven his love. He's proven that to us. Are we going to choose that? Are we going to choose our local gods? Are we going to choose those man-made idols? Are we going to choose those things that we're going to serve? You know, it's easy to slip back into rebellion, that quiet rebellion that happens every day when you just make your own choices. It's easy for us to get back into those own ways, but the time will come with each and every one of us that we have to choose who and what will control you. What is it gonna be? The choice is yours. The choice is ours that we're gonna make. Will it be God? Will it be your own personality? What's it gonna be? Who will you serve? What choice today are you gonna make? And once you've chosen, made that choice to allow god to control you by his spirit we need to reaffirm reaffirm that choice every day every day you know i um i wore a tie today for the first time since march since we left church for those that see me on a regular basis it's the first time i wore a tie and i did this for doug because I knew Doug was going to be in a tie, and him and I go way back on that, and we laugh about that, and I give him all kinds of hard time about that all the time, and he wears ties all the time. I'm thankful that he's finally graduated to wearing shorts from time to time, Um, so he's making progress. And you might think in your life, yeah, Chuck, it's easy to say, choose this day whom you will serve, but you don't know what's in my world. You don't know what's in my circle. You don't know the health I'm dealing with. You don't know the job. You don't know my boss. You don't know my friends. You don't know those things. Do you know who does? God does. And you can look at me today and you can say, Chuck, you look really nice. But you know what? You don't see all the Chuck. Let me back up here. This is the rest of Chuck. Can you see? I'm in shorts. That's the rest of Chuck. You see the top, but you don't see the bottom, you don't see the rest. My <laughs> kids looked at me today and they said, man, you got a lot of patterns going on today, dad. Because I got stripes, and I got checks, and I got browns, and blacks, and purples. I got all these different colors, but you just see this. See, that's our, that's our life in that quiet world that we go on every day we find ourselves in that quiet rebellion that we can make the choice because no one else sees what we're in no one else understands what we're in and i can't do it alone i was in that world i can tell you for years i tried it on my own and i failed and i failed and i failed and then all of a sudden i realized that i just had to let god take control that I had to stay loose and realize that that spirit that he's given all of us to make those choices, that spirit that he's given us is a choice. And I chose today to wear a tie, but I didn't put the pants on. And you know why? Because you can't see that. But see, that's the difference. When God tells you, to stay loose, to break those chains. He realized and sees the whole picture. He sees everything and he still says, you can do all things through me, which strengthens you. Today, we can do all things we can go forth. And we have to have the love and desire to do that. That's the choice. You know, many of you I've told, when I was growing up, there was one thing that my parents used to to have me do. And I just, I couldn't stand it. And there was a a flower garden that they used to make me go out and weed this garden. And I'll tell you, I just, I, 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 I hate to even use the word, but I hated it. And I would go out there and I would lay in the grass and I'd look at the clouds and I would be there for hours and hours and hours and then i would come in and then i would have to go back out the next day when it was time because that's what they wanted me to do and this went on for the longest time and when i would go in and finally pull a couple weeds i would do it so grudgingly i would do it only because i wanted to be able to go out and play with my friends and hang out and do the different things and all of a sudden One day, something changed. You know what changed? My dad gave me this this invention, which changed my world. And it was called a hula ho. And it was this, I don't know if you even remember that, it's from a while ago, but it was a hula ho. And it was this, this little hoe on a stick that had a hole in it and you could go in and you could pull it on the weed and you could pull it back and the weed would pop out. And I could stand up and walk in there with the hoe and I would be able, and in a few minutes, I could have the the yard looking really good in that flower garden. And it was wonderful. I would go out there with this thing and I would move it around a little bit and and the, the weeds would be gone and that would be gone. And I found myself over time that I realized when I would step back and look, and what it looked like when the weeds were all gone, how good it looked. And this is the difference between my mom and my dad. When I would struggle and I didn't have time, my mom would come out there and she'd say, Chuck, let me help you. And I'd find her doing all the weeds. My dad, when he would find that, that he would make her leave and he would get upset. I told him to do it. He's going to stay out there until it gets done. And that was the, the different love between my mom and my dad. But when I realized what the end result was of that garden, and I had the right tool to be able to do it, all of a sudden, that task didn't become as hard anymore. I found myself wanting to go out there. I would walk by there and I'd see, oh, there's a weed. And I'd get my hula ho, and I'd go over there and I'd take care of it. Because I knew if I didn't, then my mom would have to. See, that's the difference. All of a sudden I wasn't doing it because I had to. Choose ye this day who you will serve. Stay loose not because we're telling you to. Because God has given us the ability to. Serve him not because we tell you that's the right way. Serve him because that's the love that's in your heart, that that's what you want to do, that you see the end product. He gave us the tool to be able to stay loose. That's his spirit. He told us it's expedient that I must go because if I don't go, the Holy Ghost would not come unto you that would be able to lead you and guide you and give you my mind and help you and allow you to overcome as I've overcome, allow you to see as I have seen, allow you to look and see the sin, not the sinner, be able to love everybody. I'm going to give you that ability and with that ability, I want you to stay loose. I want you to serve me. I want you to take the chains and allow those to be broken forever that's the message that God gave us today and that's what he wants us to do that we would be able to go forth and do what it is that God wants us to do knowing that he has not given us anything that he would not allow us an avenue of escape that we could bear it that's a promise that he's given us you don't believe me go to 1st Corinthians ten thirteen. read it that's what he tells us he wants us to be able to know that he bore all these things that we would have the opportunity to overcome just like he did. Don't get caught up in the nice shirt and tie. Wearing shorts is good. In your outfit that you're in, no, God loves you for who you are. He calls you for who you are. He wants you to be who you are. That that we would be able to understand that God sees us for who we are and loves us and wants us to serve him to the best of our ability. That's what he wants. And we struggle with that because it almost sounds too easy. When I got that hula ho, it was too easy. There's gotta be something else. What am I missing here? But I'm telling you, it changed my life. Because now all of a sudden that wasn't a hard thing anymore. And that's what will happen when you find yourself choosing what it is why do you think he allows us to be free agents because he doesn't want us to get in that trap with those prisoners that feel when they get out in freedom that something's wrong he wants us to choose he wants us to make the choice he wants us when we have the opportunity today he wants 45 50 people to praise him that's what he wants that choice is going to be yours Are we going to hear silence or are we going to hear praise? Oh, but what do I say, Chuck? It doesn't matter what you say. God sees where you are, even if it's, I love you, Lord. Thank you. Two words. Thank you. That's all he wants. But I can remember sitting in the pew time and time and time, struggling. What am I going to say? Rehearsing it in my mind, the words, the things that I want to say. And you know what happened every time? I would then get up. And then I would forget, and all of a sudden I'm standing there, and what I just rehearsed, I don't remember. And then I'm standing there, and then just saying what God wants me to say anyway. So don't even get in those traps. When the time comes, unmute and praise God. Oh, but what happens if I start to unmute and praise if someone else does? Oh, that's a sign I shouldn't. Then say anything. Come on. That is what happens when we allow ourselves, as with Jeremiah or Joshua, when he found himself in that. That's what happened with him. They were serving idols that they found as false idols. Understand, when those thoughts come in your head, those are false thoughts from the evil one and from your flesh, because he doesn't want you to praise him serve God stay loose and staying loose means that you're going to have the liberty scripture says where the spirit of God is there is liberty and that liberty is allowing us to be able to choose each day whom we're going to serve that liberty is to allow us to realize that anything that comes our way we can pray and God will be with us that liberty is to know with a that no matter what happens god is here with us that liberty is to know that new job that school that you're going to go back to wearing a mask whatever it is when you're doing those things you're doing it knowing that god is with you and together you can do it how do you think christ was able to overcome all the things that he overcome because he knew as it says in hebrews the 12th chapter he ran with patience the race that was before him knowing what was going to be there, that he was going to sit at the end on the right hand of the Father and mediate in our behalf, and that's how it is. For the joy, it said, the joy that was set before him. That's why he ran the race. That's why he made the choices. That's why he went on the cross. That's why he did it, for the joy that was set before him, and that joy was each of you. That joy was you. He saw you. He saw me. And that's why today I can say, I praise God that he's a chain breaker. I praise God that he's taken away the pain. He's taken away the chains. He's taken away for the joy that I could have. Because Adam failed that men are, and men are that they might have joy through Jesus Christ. We can do all things. May God bless you.